Hey guys, what's up? Thought I'd come on here, give you my predictions um, as quickly as I can in 14 minutes, 4 seconds. That 4K allows me to record in, uh, especially middle quality. If it was lower quality, it'd probably be a little bit longer, uh, but I'm not going to chance that. I'd just rather do it here. But yeah, I wanted to give you my thoughts on, you know, what, <coughs> excuse me, what I think is going to happen at double or nothing, double or nothing. AEW's uh, pay-per-view for this week. Uh, you know what's going to, you know what's going to happen, basically as a result. Now, right, <clears throat> right now, apparently, ticket sales are not very good for Double or Nothing. I mean, the joint pay-per-view that they're doing with New Japan in Toronto at the Scott Trade Center is sold out. Uh, apparently, they are on track to, as I pretty much figured they would. You know, as I mentioned in my Topics on My Mind deal uh, yesterday, they are on track to sell out the United Center, you know, not just because, you know, it's Collision's debut episode, but also the fact that it's Chicago, and of course, it's, you know, it means obviously in the eyes of a lot of folks, CM Punk's return. So, so they're on track to do that. They're on track to um, basically sell out, or at least get, I, I guess you could say, their own kind of a sellout because we don't know what the staging is going to be like uh, for Wembley Stadium at the end of August for All In. But yeah, Double or Nothing right now is not not on track to look very good. And there are some people that are blaming the fact that the main event, which most of the time with, you know, these AEW pay-per-views is always, the, always for the World Championship, which I will admit, you know, it doesn't matter what promotion you work for. The world title, no matter who has it, should always be the main event. But apparently, uh, that apparently that shouldn't be the case with this edition of Double or Nothing or this AEW pay per view. Because I think if there's one if there's one thing a lot of people will agree upon, whether they love WWE or they don't love WWE, the one thing they will agree upon is that the bigger draws, the most notable draws, are the more you know, uh, I guess you could say easier card to to bet on, or the the easiest denomination to to bet on um, to close out the show. And in this case, a lot of people feel it should be the uh, co-main event that runs alongside uh, the, the uh, world title match. But yeah, uh, basically, basically, ticket sales are not doing so well uh, for this event. Now there are ten. There are 10 matches on the show. There could be 11, one added for, you know, a zero hour or pre-show, kickoff show, if you will. That might be added on Friday. Or they might take one of these and put it on to the, uh, the pre-show and, and go from there. In fact, I'm trying to figure out if there is any pre-show. Right now, it doesn't say it. But, yeah, I got a feeling they might, you know, add in a, you know, show for the pre-show, a zero hour uh, before the event happens. Now, with that said, with that said, let's look at the matches um, as we speak, and let's look at what I think is going to kick off the pay-per-view, and I think it's going to be the Blackjack Battle Royal. This match, I think, is going to kick it off because, one, you know, it's a, it's a battle royal. It's basically over the top or pinfall, whatever it's going to be, 21-man. Apparently, there's going to be a mystery um uh, mystery participant, and the people in the match, 
uh, for the AEW International title. That, that's what this match is for, the AEW International title. The people in the match are, of course, the champion, Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starks, the Butcher, the Blade, Bandito, Commander, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, um, Big Cass from WWE, Ari Davari, Tony Nese, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, Kip Saban, Ray Phoenix, Penta El Zero Miro, Swerve Strickland, Brian Cage, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Keith Lee, and Dustin Rhodes. Now, a lot of people have said that they feel that if certain individuals, like the ones I just mentioned at the end here, would be in the match, there's a good chance Orange would not walk out with the championship. But it seems that the, it seems that from a, I guess you could say, storyline perspective, they are playing up the fact that Orange is starting to develop some heel tendencies. Like he's getting desperate to try to keep his championship, and he's, you know, going to any means possible to make that happen. So, you know, so the question obviously is, is he going to walk out with the championship, um, you know, at double or nothing? Honestly, you know, depending on who the Joker is, if there is a Joker participant, I would say he's going to. I would say it's, you know, he's he's on a roll, whether you like it or not. He has put relevance onto that championship more so than even the TNT, the TNT title, basically. So I think Orange will win. But if the Joker turns out to be somebody that's new or returning, then I expect that Joker person to probably walk out the new champion. Now, the question is, who could that be? Could it be Miro? It could be. Could it be Pac, the bastard Pac, you know, formerly um, Adrian Neville? You know, could it be him? You know, we'll see. We shall see. But if it's none of them, if it's none of them, then I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy to walk out to steal the champion. But I could be wrong. I could be absolutely wrong. Uh, the next match that I think will follow that will be uh, Ethan Page and the Guns against uh, the Hardys, Matt and Jeff, and Hook. Stipulation is, if the Hardys and Hook win, Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. Now, a lot of people have pretty much, you know, pretty much kind of put the bets on the fact that the, the Hardys and Hook are going to win because, you know, they've been very protective of Hook, who's Taz's biological son. They've been very protective of him, and it's Jeff's first pay-per-view back. Now, you might say, well... Shouldn't Jeff be punished then for what he's done and everything? Well, and you would think that. You would think he should be punished. And one of the best ways to punish him is to have him lose his first pay-per-view match back. But right now, it does seem like everything is going in the favor of the Hardys and Hook. But I'm going to throw a little twist in there. I might be wrong. I probably will be wrong. But I'm going to put a little twist in there, and I'm going to say Ethan Page and the Guns win this. Because if you're having a stipulation where the baby faces you know, get to own somebody's contract, you know, if they win, that kind of tells me, spoiler-wise, it's going to go to Ethan Page and the Guns. I don't know how I just got this feeling. Uh, next up, we have the six-man tag team match for the AEW World Trios Championship, the House of Black, Malachi, Brody, and Buddy, uh, with Julia Hart versus the acclaimed Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, and Billy Gunn. Um, obviously, this is, you know, going to be competed under house rules. Uh, basically, um, I think part of that house rules is they let the challengers name what kind of match it's going to be or something like that. I'm not really sure. But I don't think it's going to matter what kind of match here. House of Black is retaining. 
They've been on a roll with these championships, so I don't see them losing them anytime soon. I'm going with the House of Black. Next up, um, Jake Cargill and Tyra Valkyrie for the TBS title. Um, I know everybody wants Tyra to win because we're not sure about Chris Danlander's uh, status right now, you know, based on her injury. Uh, but if I'm going to pick a winner here, I got to go with Jade. I got to go with Jade uh, and everything. I got to go with Jade, and I just saw a summary from my Windows Defender. I had a feeling my computer was doing a virus scan earlier. I just had the feeling the way it was acting. But uh, getting back on target here, beginning back on topic here, uh, I've got to go with Jade. I mean, obviously, anytime we think someone like a Tyre Valkyrie is going to beat her, she ends up retaining her title. She always finds a way to retain her championship. So I'm going to go with the safe bet, and I'm going to go with Jade Cargill to win. If she doesn't, if she ends up losing and, you know, ends up going 60 and one, you know, okay, maybe they realize they were, maybe they realize that, you know, what, what we've all realized for a while, it's time to move her to the world title picture. You know, you know, that's, you know, you have, that's, you have to get the uh, TBS title offer to do so. But, you know, but right now I'm going to go with the safe bet and I'm going to say Jay Cargill. Speaking of the women, we're going to go to the women's championship match, Jamie Hayter against Tony Storm. Uh, you would think that they would give this to Tony Storm because they want to give the heel faction of the Outcast a little bit of momentum, you know, going into the summer. But I'm going to go with Jamie Hayter because it's too obvious that, as everybody's pointing out, the one that's going to win it is Soraya, formerly Paige, in WWE, and that they're picking the right opportunity to do so, and the right opportunity for them is going to be at All In in London, in Wembley Stadium, for that to be the moment. So I've got a feeling... You know, Jamie Hayter is going to win. Whether it's by pinfall submission or disqualification, she's going to win. And then we're going to see him build up to her and Soraya going into um, All In in London because it makes sense. It's in Soraya's uh, backyard. Uh, next up, we have a ladder match for, for the TNT title. We have Waldro versus, uh, Waldro, uh, versus Christian Cage. I'm going to go with Waldro here. I mean, I know Christian Cage is a master of the ladder matches. I mean, look at all his TLC matches he's done. But I think I think Christian right now is in a position to where he's going to put Waldro over, and then Waldro's next opponent will be the guy accompanying Christian, and that'll be Luchasaurus. So I'm going to go with Waldro to win the match, but then afterwards he's going to be put right into another title feud with Luchasaurus. So I'm going with Waldro to win the match. Then we have FTR against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. For the uh, tag team titles, Mark Briscoe will serve a special guest referee. Um, this is a toss-up. I know that OTR Essential will, you know, literally lose it with AEW if Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal win. So I'm going to go with FTR. I mean, if they do put it on Jarrett and Lethal, that would be, to me, from a behind-the-scenes business standpoint, that'll be um, Tony Khan's way of thanking Jeff for helping him out in booking internationally and all that. But uh, unless, but unless that's going to be the reason we find out from a behind-the-scenes standpoint, I'm going to go with FTR. They're too much on a roll, and you want to get to a certain matchup down the line, I think, with the IWGP Tag Champs uh, Aussie Open. You know, we'll be title for title. Then we have Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, unsanctioned with Sabu as the special guest enforcer. Uh, this one is going to be one of the more violent matches. In fact, these next two matches are going to be violence personified. Uh, if you love CZW, ECW, GCW, like 
uh, ultraviolet action. You're going to get it with this. Maybe less with Adam Cole and Chris Jericho, but you can expect violence. Uh, who goes over in this one? I'm going to go with Adam Cole. I think the, Jer the JAS will try to help Chris Jericho, but in the process, end up costing him the match. And that's going to cause some dissension in the JAS because, you know, they think they're helping him, but they're not. So, you know, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Jer uh, Adam Cole to win. But I'm also going to say that if they go with Chris Jericho to win, it's going to be because Roderick Strong turns on Adam Cole, and that'll basically play into the history from WWE's uh, the, uh, days in WWE's NXT as Undisputed Era. And the fact that Adam left them, him being, that, them being Strong, Fish, and O'Reilly to fend for themselves. So I'm going to go Adam Cole uh, because of a miscommunication with JAS, and if not, and they go with Jericho, it's going to be because the strong will turn on him because of what I mentioned. Then we get Anarchy in the Arena, Blackpool Combat Club against the Elite. Uh, this is going to be violence. This will be very CZW, uh, uh, CZW, GCW, ultra-violent style all over the place. I am going to go with the Elite to win, unless they do solidify that Don Callis, who turned on Kenny Omega, is aligned with the BCD and to... to uh, Takeshita, Takeshita, I think that, you know, that's his name, you know, also helps the BCC win. I'm going to go with the Elite, but this will be ultra-violent CZW, GCW style craziness. Expect that, but I'm going to go with the Elite. Uh, as far as the World Championship goes, i got to go with MJF. It's obvious, unless they do want to go with, you know, somebody like, you know, give a feel-good moment at, at the end of Double or Nothing. If this is going to main event, uh, I'm going to go with MJF. i got to go with MJF. Because I have a feeling this might be one of those rare occasions where uh, the Anarchy and Arena will be the closing match and not the world title match. But those are just my predictions, guys. Let me know what yours are down below. Comment if you like. Love to hear from each and every one of you. And until then, I'm out.